three, four. Two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this. Hey guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode of Now Try This. This is your boy, Nick. And your man, Marcus. I hate you so much. And this is the podcast where we talk about our favorite things. And by that, I mean challenge each other to try our favorite things, even if the other one may or may not seem to not have been... Uh, hey guys, welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where we challenge each other to try things we love. And where Th- Marcus keeps all of the mistakes in and makes them especially loud. Why you gotta play me like that? That's how I play. Marcus, what did we do last week? Last week we did Indiana Jones. Marcus, what are we doing this week? This week we're doing um, a really shitty movie uh, that was basically Grease Propaganda. What's the name of the movie? Mamma Mia. Nice. Look at us. Not nice. listening to people's complaints and getting to the episode yeah, right no, away. Talk, let's let's talk about Mamma Mia right now. Okay, great. Easy to go. Um, they had songs Yo, okay, but, but, before, but yo, great job DMing today. Oh, thank you. I yeah, you had a lot of fun. I have a couple pointers, and I'm going to do them here live on the podcast. Sure. So for those of you listening, uh, we stopped playing D&D for a little while because I wanted a break from DMing, and Marcus was gracious enough to say, I'll be Game Master. He was like, I was like, yeah. great. And he's like, but I don't want to do a fun game that everyone knows and everyone will enjoy equally. I want to do an obscure one that half our friends don't really know. Yep, and one that includes dice that are completely different than any other dice, oh, I, any other game. I've spent says. hundreds of dollars on Dungeons and Dragons gear. Yeah, I had to go spend fifteen more bucks just to buy the dice for this game. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm kind of glad you good. did it. It is Star Wars role playing game, Edge of the Empire. But here's the thing about Star Wars: this role playing game, you're never going to play any, anywhere else with anybody else. Right? Like, Dungeons Dragons, you'll play at a con, you'll do something. Pathfinder, you might play somewhere else or run a different campaign, whatever. <laughs> Star Wars? You're never going to play this shit ever. With again. anyone besides me. Anyone besides me. You're right, I'll. <clears throat> you cut that out. Or you can get out. We're, we're both burpy boys today. <laughs> no, yeah, you can keep it in. We're both burpy. Why, why are we burping? Where do we eat dinner? Oh, uh, we have five guys today. We have oh, five so guys. Good. And sponsor then over the front. Lunch? We're not sponsored. Oh. Friend of the show, want to be sponsored, sponsored by guys. Cassie's Tacos. <laughs> Cassie's Tacos from your kitchen. <laughs> Yo, good. no, you're totally right. I never thought about that. I bought these fucking dice, and I'm only going to play with you. And we're only supposed to play short term because we're supposed to go back to Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You're already talking about your bar that you're going to play in that game. Yeah, I'm excited. Fuck. I won't. I spent the money for ten weeks. <laughs> hey, Star Wars. Star Wars is gonna. No, it's great. It's gonna go somewhere. Here, here is my compliment and my. My I have criticism. I have so many criticisms against myself. I f- Ooh, I let's do like that instead. Tell me your criticisms. What do you so, think you did wrong today? Um, hold I, on, hold on a second. Yeah, sure. Marcus, let's get down and derpin, 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 diddy. Let's get derpin, diddy. Let's get derpin, uh, diddy in here. And you tell me what what you thought your mistakes were. My this mistakes week today on with running Star Wars, Star Wars, Edge of the Empire. Um, my mistakes were that I there wasn't enough Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul just wasn't in it. Not not enough Jar Jar. Either. Darth Maul is so popular, he's um, in the newest movie. And my spin-off character, Jar Jar Minx, really, like... <laughs> <laughs> you to, really... Man. Yo! Okay, so... To come back I wanted that guy. Guys, I worked so hard. I tried so hard. I, okay, I'm a Wookiee, and I didn't talk once in the whole day as yeah. my character. I, Nick talked a lot. Nick talked a whole bunch. <laughs> Nick was tracking jokes the whole fucking time because yeah. his character couldn't say a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. But my character only said one thing. Gungan. And we didn't save the fucking Gungan. We didn't save Jar Jar Minx. Yeah, we, you guys should have saved Jar Jar Minx. Now this bit has gone too long, but I really want to know what you thought you did wrong. Oh, for me? Oh, no, I just I just feel like I just need to have more confidence in myself. 
and there was only that one moment where I caught you doing it. Yeah, yeah. Everything else, I, it was seamless. I couldn't have told you weren't competent. I appreciate. But the that. one moment when you were literally having a conversation with yourself, and I, I guess you're just not used to doing it. Yeah, because the not. DM has to do it all the time. I know. As a DM, and, you have to talk to and, yourself, and you can slip in and out of character voices, but you don't yeah. even have to. You can both be in your yeah. voice, but you have to talk to yourself sometimes. Yeah. And you were doing it, and then you just stopped. Just like this is dumb. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and we we're both like, we we're all like, no, no. That was that was a crucial. Moment of information from the NPCs. We want to know what happened. Get tired of talking to <laughs> like, no, I got bored. It's like we weren't bored. We were trying to listen. <laughs> it's very funny. You did a great job. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, guys, we are here because of you guys. We wouldn't do the podcast if no one was listening. That's not true. Yeah, you're right. That's a straight up lie. You just yeah. lied to all of our listeners. I'm, I'm the liar. Of the, I'm the liar. Of the pedo. Uh, hey, hey, Google. Hey, Google. Do I lie a lot? See, silence. That means I'd never lie. <laughs> I never lie our at fact, all. Our fact checker Google fast, is sleeping. Our fast checker is sleep on the job. It's That's sleep. all right. Hey, guys, you. we said a couple weeks ago that we might... Or was it last week? Last week. We said last week we were going to get a fact checker. If you guys tweeted us, nobody tweeted us. But we still got one anyway. That's the kind of quality programming <laughs> we have here at Now Try This. Yeah, we've got the big bucks to spend on people to sit around and give us facts about Hey, things. Google, we got big bucks. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Not sleeping on the job this time. We are rare to go. Facts. Where'd you where'd you find those facts? Bigbucks.com? That is, fr- that is big friend of the Google. show and producer T being our Google in the background. You might not be able to hear him, but we can, and that's the important thing. <laughs> All right, Marcus, uh, how can people reach us? People can reach us by going on the interwebs. Um, and what are those? The interwebs? Uh, it's an interconnected series of webs. Oh, not even for the bit. I want you to explain it in it. Please go on. About how people can reach us. Uh, they can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Guys, we have like three Facebook followers. Um, it'd be nice if that at least went up to five. Neither of those is true. But that's okay. You can also follow us on Facebook. You can also tweet at us and follow us on Instagram at NowTryThisCast. We share pictures regularly. We love ev- almost every single tweet. Yeah. Um, besides one person's that tweets us, we respond to. So go ahead and tweet at us and yeah, cast. We do and our best to respond to all the flood of tweets. Um, and you can also reach us at um, iTunes by leaving but us a review. But the best way to reach us is on those reviews. Leave us five stars and you can say whatever we want. Sometimes we've been whatever asking we want. for things. Yes, whatever we want. Whatever Please you want. Uh, you can say whatever you want. We, we've been asking for things. We don't care what you write in the comments as long as you give five stars. You can write it. For example, about, we asked for a couple, oh, a couple recipes, and one person uh, did that. That person was who was that that did that? That was Gwen. Thank you again, Gwen, Gwen for a recipe. Uh, there's this. Here's something you can do that I didn't know. You can edit a review on a podcast three times. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Gwen has made podcast history, and she has now <laughs> abridged her review for the third time. I haven't read it yet. I just saw that she edited it again because she does these really nice clean lines between each section. Yeah, and adds and, more. And now there's another paragraph. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it out first time live on the podcast. If you remember, fans of the show will remember Gwen as the one that loves his recipe. My fucking onion, onions in her recipe, so yeah. I asked her to fix it. And maybe she did. Maybe she did. Maybe or, she called me or, up. Maybe she hates or, me and on, she changed it to one star. Last week, we did ask our fans to write us fan fiction. Oh, my God. What if this is fan so section? she might have written fan fiction oh my God. and omitted the onions from the recipe. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's read her review. Edited to add. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can see what it is immediately. Edited to add. Another recipe? <laughs> Okay. 
I would just like to note that it'd be it's. I would just like to note that it'd still be my recipe if you took the onions out of the honey mustard <laughs> recipe. I do that sometimes depending on who I'm making it for. Yo, can I pause real quick? Yeah. I think Gwen just asked me out on a date. She was like, hey, uh, I'll take on, the onions. Depending on who... who let, me read that, let me read that again oh, a little slower. Let's read the subtext. <clears throat> I do that sometimes depending on who I'm making it for. Oh, that was a hint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She definitely, definitely yeah. wants to cook some Grin, Grin wa- chicken for you. <laughs> Gwen wants to cook with Chef right here. Uh, I do another chicken recipe you can try. <laughs> oh, this does this have onions? I don't know. I'm ready. See, Nick, here's the thing. I only eat things with onions in it. So you can't make us both happy. She's going to piss someone off. And today that might be me. Take a pound and a half of chicken breast and slice them into thin, parentheses, half-inch pieces. Marinate in one can of coconut milk. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. So, Gwen. Gwen. Sweetie. I appreciate Gwen, you trying oh so much. Oh my god, honey. Oh my I god. I appreciate you trying honey so bear. much. Oh my god, sugar plum. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, sweet pea. Oh, pumpkin cakes. Um, oh, come on. Oh, so, oh uh, man. Oh man. So, oh man. So garbage can. Nick oh, is man. allergic to onions, and that's why he couldn't have that recipe. But it turns out, Gwen, that you uh, can't make either of us happy at the same time because I'm allergic to coconut. And so you fucking put coconut in the oh, second Oh, you know what recipe. I just realized? What? He's given all our fans a way to kill us both now. Fuck, she was trying to kill us both. Oh my god, Gwen's, oh, Gwen. Gwen's the murderer. There's, the case is solved. Gwen, what the fuck, Gwen? For posterity, I do want to finish the recipe, though. Okay. One can of coconut milk, half a cup of plain yogurt. Oh, it's... I can't, I'm also lactose-stuck. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck, Gwen? One tablespoon of fresh ground ginger, one tablespoon of lemon glass, one teaspoon of turmeric... Is turmeric? Yeah. Turmeric? Turmeric? <laughs> turmeric or turmeric? Turmeric? Yeah. Fact checker! It's turmeric. Turmeric! Yeah, right. Decided. Fact checker. Uh, one te- teaspoon of turmeric. <laughs> I still don't know if I said it right. Powder. Half a teaspoon of cumin. Half a teaspoon of goran masala. Two tablespoons of minced garlic to juice. Of one lime and salt and pepper to taste. Marinate for six to eight hours and while it's marinated... Marinating, soak some bamboo skewers in water. Keep them from burning when you grill. Thread the chicken into the skewers and grill low and slow. I often serve with rice and a chutney. Gwen, I don't know how to fucking make chutney. You gotta tell me. Gwen, are you like a professional chef? Like, what is this? You've named two meals. And or a peanut sauce. Hopefully (laughs) Hopefully there are no ingredients you're allergic to in this recipe. Enjoy and please talk about it in the future if you do try. Gwen, you fucking... You fucking know. You knew I was allergic to coconut. That's why oh you fucking did it. You know oh, I'm lactose we intolerant. That's got why a you first put stalker. this yogurt. Nice. She's not a stalker. She's a murderer. She's a fucking Pre- saboteur. Pre- well, premeditation. I don't. Can you go to jail? I, I'm, I'm an idiot. I almost asked. Can you go to jail for premeditated murder? Yeah. That's the most jail time you can <laughs> do for murder. I met. I met. I met. I met. I met. If you. I, I meant if you if you I don't know what I meant if you like want to murder someone can you go to jail or if you plan go to jail on someone, harder plan on murdering someone yeah that's the hardest time what if you don't that's, go that through that is with premeditated it? murder yeah but what if I don't so if you don't go through it you just want to murder but you don't murder so if I buy sixteen boxes of rat poison yeah just for fun you can't buy my you can't jail me for intent until the intentions tended to. 
If right? you okay, so if you buy six boxes of rat poison you, uh-huh. and you think to yourself, yeah. "I'm going to use this on X Y Z to sure. murder them," that's fine. That okay. is legal. Let me give it one more step. Now, if you tell hold that on, person, hold on, hold on, one more step. Hold on, one more step. This is yeah. important. This okay, is important distinction. Okay, this is very important. Okay, yeah. Marcus, this is very. I'm ready. Important. I'm ready. I'm your fucking I bought lawyer. Sixteen boxes of rat poison. Yeah, and I've bought a machine to hide it in pie. Uh huh. And I know your favorite. My husband eats pie every day. And I make the pies. I'm your husband? Yes. (laughs) Okay, great. Then do I go to jail? If I'm your husband, yes. I haven't done anything yet, though. You don't go to jail. I don't? No. Okay, I buy a gun intending intending to shoot you with it, but I never pull the trigger. Do you tell anyone? No. So then you don't go to jail. Okay. I set up an elaborate trap that involves... A Rube Goldberg machine? No, it involves a, a saw ma- a saw machine that you have to cut off your own arm to escape. And it is you that murder. And, yes. and it's all set up. No, no, hold on. It's all set up. But instead of coming home that night, you go to the bar. Can I get arrested? So I don't get murdered. Mm-mm. Does anybody find out about the machine? You do the next day. Okay, so then I leave and get divorced. But I don't go to jail. <laughs> you don't go to jail. So I only go to jail if I can do it. Um, yeah, or if you make threats to do it. I don't know. That's pretty threatening. Do I just not have to say. I, so actually, like that's what I'm. Do so I have yeah. to verbally threat? Like what's I a think threat? You have to fact checker. What's a threat? You're speaking of mens rea, which is the. Whoa. Consent. Wait. Say it again. Mens rea. So I do go to jail. So I do go to jail. Holy shit, that is oh, crazy. Fact checker. So I can't even I, think. I don't even know if they, they could hear any of that. That's um, fine. Do you mind just going over what our fact checkers Oh, sure, that's easy. So men's a men's hea is when you uh when there's a uh jargon jargon uh intent of slaya Intent or creating risk inc- of uh, uh, Princess Leia. Uh, convicted. Yeah, nailed it. Nice. Nice. This is the kind of quality content. So that Glenn, are- we fucking got you, okay? Glenn, we got you. Men's Rhea, bitch. <laughs> to murder. <laughs> With coconut yo, and Gwen, onions. Yo, Gwen, you ever heard of Men's Rhea? We have legal <laughs> jargon, baby. Boom, 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 bitch. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is just for us and Gwen. <laughs> Gwen, we love you so much. Um, uh, thank you for leaving. Uh, thank you so review. much. Leave. And if you guys I, I'm want, looking forward to the if next you guys edit. want a whole bit devoted to you, please leave us five stars on iTunes. Guys, you can in, get in on this. You can talk to us. We read all the reviews. We read. It's the I, best way to reach read us. On every slate. single review, and we are here to hear you all. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we can't. We can't keep talking about fans. Because we have to talk about Mamma Mia. Because we have to talk about Mamma Mia. You know, I, I for some reason I thought like music would come in or like some kind of like sweltering. Oh shit! Hold on, hold on. Something, but um, but it didn't, and I feel like a little disappointed in the whole thing. And so I, I, I want week, you to man. do that announcement again, but like Jesus better. Christ. Dude, I've had a busy week. I can't like prep like a million. Yeah, like, but like I just wanted some like, like pageantry. Saying- you know what I mean? Now, but I suddenly knew 
Who's losing control? With within your soul? Who got it there? At our podcast? It's like you're there. Well, now try this. Mamma Mia. Nice. He- here we go again. Now try this. Bringing you reviews of our favorite things. <laughs> Mamma Mia. This is Now Try This. Yes. And you had to watch Mamma Mia. Let's see if you liked it. <laughs> yeah, you okay. did no, no show. No, 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 no more. more. No oh, more. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Sorry. No uh, Mamma Mia, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we watched, so we watched Mamma Mia. You gave it to me, Nick. Why did you give me Mamma Mia? Listen, 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 listen. I like a lot of things. I like a lot of movies. I like a lot of music. Yeah, and they all <sighs> seem terrible. It's like that's the common thread within them all. Tons of people would disagree with you, including Gwen, who is hashtag Team Raphael. So fuck you, <laughs> and fuck your little choices too. Indiana Jones, what the fuck is that shit? Fucking old ass movie. Fucking no cinematic about. masterpiece that you and yeah. everyone loves. According to who? God. Fact checker. Does God like it? He doesn't even on his phone. <laughs> He's like, do I make a joke? Sleeping on, on the job. Sleeping on the job. On you the can't job. tell me what God thinks. Fucking useless. Fucking useless. I want a fucking checker. direct line to God. Okay. I'm like I'm just over here trying to find out what God's trying to think. You can't give me an answer. I'm trying to know. I'm God trying to know shit. Damn shit. Okay. <laughs> so the I don't know. The reason that I gave you my own guy likes is because I love this movie. It's so ridiculous and it's so much fun. And not a single person is in it for a payday. They are all in it because it's like, you want to come have fun for a movie? And they're all like, yeah. Really? Listen, I they all got paid, but like Pierce Bro- <laughs> Pierce Brosnan agreed to do this movie before he knew what it was because someone said you get to be in a movie with Meryl. Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, cool, great, no problem, sure, give me a script when I get there." Man, that's how actors end up in so many bad movies because they're just like, they're and, just like "Yes," and how they may end up end up in great cynical masterpieces like fucking Mamma Mia, like. We're going to talk a lot about this shit. We're going to go beat by beat. But if you're going to sit here and tell me you didn't have a fucking great time when all those men fucking dog duck walk across that fucking pier and jump into the fucking water, you're lying to yourself and you're lying to me. Because this is a delight. Marrow's a vision. Yo. Who is this a delight for? Most people. <laughs> most people. You're saying most people like Mamma Mia? I just went to see Mamma Mia 2. Theater was packed, okay? I think there's a certain type of, like, trend among people who like Mamma Mia. There's a type. Okay? What's the type? I don't know. Look in the mirror and find out, buddy. Listen, there are a lot of women <laughs> There are a lot of women and a lot of gay men at this theater, so I don't think... I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm the minority. To be fair, I probably shouldn't even be... I'm not even allowed, really, say, to speak about say, Mamma so Mia. It's funny because you, like, are not at all, like, what a typical, like, Mamma Mia Absolutely not. Is. It's like gay men and women. A hundred percent. But I fucking love this movie. Okay. And here, and the, it all comes down to the fact, like, sure. Like, we're probably going to talk about how not everyone's the best singer. We're, we're going to talk about how sometimes it's janky cinema making. Sometimes it's too silly yeah. to function. But at the end of the day, this movie for me is just so much fun. Every time I watch this, the songs are stuck in my head for a week. Like, I just watched this two days ago, yeah. and I just watched the sequel yesterday, and half the songs are the same, and all I want to do is watch them again. If that's not indication to how much I love this movie, I don't know what else is. Well, uh, this is a jukebox musical, it sure and is. so all the music is uh, ABBA, sure. and so none of it is Mamma Mia, so okay, like, can your I be favorite a- part about it is something that 
No, um, it incorrect. had nothing to do incorrect. with. Correct, and this is why. My original consumption of every single one of this these songs is Mamma Mia. <laughs> so, to me, Eva yes, sure. is the composer for a musical named Mamma Mia. <laughs> because I don't know. Sure. I know they were in the 70s. But you I like know the they songs, were sweets. Right? I, had, and I don't know. the songs know. are written and created. According to who? You? By, according to the facts. I don't know, man. Fact checker. Is Mamma Mia nah, he's based on, on the job. music? He, he couldn't answer the last question. He <laughs> is useless. Nah, man. You can't, you can't. We don't fucking have our fact checker like, so you can go crying. Nah, person. man. Absolutely not. Just, absolutely not. No, 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 no. If you're going to sit there man. and fucking try to tell me Abba's a band that made these songs before Mamma Mia, you can live in that world, but I live in a world where Amanda Seyfried oh and Meryl Streep are a goddamn delight. <laughs> Why is have you ever heard Pierce Brosnan sing? Yes, you have. Thanks to me, you're welcome. It's just so funny because your first exposure to so many things is so like many a things. shitty musical version of hundred percent instead of like the Glee. real across the universe. Enjoyment. Mama <laughs> yes, so many popular songs you've learned from Glee, and that's just so funny. Yeah, Journey seems like a cool band. Never seen them, never heard them. <laughs> never heard any of their albums, never heard any know, of their things. You know the but songs I that are on Glee. know. Don't, don't start believing. believing. Don't, don't stop. stop. No, don't. I think it's Don't Start. Fact checker! Mama Mia, the Oh, so it sounds like the guys that were in ABBA made the music for the musical. So it sounds like you can't even really tell me which came first, the chicken or the egg. Or you no, it sounds, to- like fact- it sounds like the most factually that no one else's hands touched the music. <laughs> so you cannot deny the fact that this Marcus, is truly answer me ABBA. One question. Answer me one question. No one else's hands. I, it okay, fine, fine, ABBA, fine. Sure, sure, sure. It ended with great, ABBA. Great, sure, great, great, fine. Yeah. I just need one question answered, and then I will sure. get off this topic forever. Sure. Which came first, chicken or the egg? You don't fucking know. Get the fuck out of here trying to tell me about fucking ABBA and Mamma Mia. <laughs> Whose challenge is this? I'm the expert. <laughs> 2008, Mamma yeah, Mia. Expert, one Mama hour and 48 minutes. It's a comedy anything. musical romance. <laughs> ABBA, I guess. It was really, it was right off the top of my <laughs> uh, Oh my god. So, Nick, I have a super, super important question for you. Sure. Are you f- familiar with the, Am I f- familiar? With the delight of the A-teens... What's that? You do not know what the 18s are? I know. Well, I mean, I was 18. Oh, I can't believe. I hope this is genuine because, Nick, I get to expose you to. You don't give me a challenge yet. I'm not giving you a challenge. I'm telling you Abba facts. Okay? (sighs) So, while we were growing up in the, I believe, the early 2000s, there was a group, a, a young band of kids. They got together and they sang songs. They called themselves the A-teens. A, like the letter? Yes. And then and there they, were teens? They were an ABBA cover band <laughs> that was pretty popular. And they did a cover of Dancing Queen uh-huh. and most of the ABBA hits. And this was your exposure to ABBA. This was my exposure to ABBA. So I knew that you A-teens. could never experience this movie genuinely the way ABBA intended because of the fucking A-team. Yeah, I know the A-teams. <laughs> that's what I know of ABBA. I said A-team. Then I went, you said the A-team. Uh, but, but that's what I know of ABBA, and that's fucking hilarious because <clears throat> after this video, after we record the podcast, you have to watch an A-teams video because it's so fucking stupid. So as you're watching this, there's no every moment there was a little bit of like, yeah, I remember when 18 said this. Yeah. 
That almost ruins it for me a little bit. Almost. Okay. So let's let's start let's start let's just start at the beginning. Yeah. No, let's start before the beginning. What did you know about my movie before I made you watch it? Uh, last week I made last you tell week. me the synopsis and you knew it. Yeah. Apparently I knew the whole plot. Don't know but why. But you never seen it. It's just in the zeitgeist. Where I guess. were you when this movie came out? You're eighteen. What time was it? Two thousand eight. No, like what time of day it came out? <laughs> son of a bitch. I need a new podcast partner. I'm putting out the bulletin right fucking now. You son of a bitch. I hate you so much. You fucking got me. I got wrecked right here live on the fucking podcast. How do I respond to that? Damn it. Tell me whatever you want to tell me. Uh, no, I knew the plot of Mamma Mia. Um, where was, were you when you were 18? I don't know, man. We were, <laughs> do you whoa. remember where you were? We were 18 when this movie came out. And your first exposure ever was when by the eight teens. Oh shit! Holy fuck! Oh I think my this God. is proof, man. If there's one more, this is proof. If there's one more eighteen, then aliens exist. Eighteen aliens. <gasps> Where were you in this movie? I don't know. I think we're drunk. <laughs> Where were you? Um, eight. I don't remember. What, what, okay, uh, we could never drink during the podcast. No, that's unprofessional. Um, but basically, at eighteen, I was. Um, incredibly depressed. That's not fun to see on the podcast. You tell me. I was, uh, I was in I mean, high what, school. I was just trying to figure out why you didn't go to theaters to see this movie. I was in high school, and um, it was. Hey, man, it was a weird I would have saw this year. in theaters if someone would have gone with me. I would if someone would have. Yeah, if one of my friends was like, hey, "Let's go see it," I saw Across the Universe because my friends were like, "Oh my god, I love I the Beatles so much." And I, I didn't, see this didn't really have much exposure to Beatles, hmm. so I went to see that. I spilled a burrito all over myself. I remember that when I saw Across the Universe. But um, We're talking about Mia. But Mama Mia, no, Mama Mia. I loved musicals. I, I was getting. Um, I was working in theater at the time. Um, you still work in theater. Some things I never still change. work in theater. But um, now I work at an Office Depot. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't know why. I just never watched it. Where were you when you were 18? Where, when did you watch this movie? Where were you when you were 18? Wow. I remember I was still in high school and I bought this on DVD because at the time when I was 16 or 17, I was buying every musical I could th- that was like coming out and was popular at the time on yeah. musicals because growing up, I didn't have like a good, I didn't, like I was an acting kid yeah. and I love theater, but I didn't have the family setting to really have the exposure. Like I just had a conversation with a friend the other day. I've never seen Singing in the Rain. I've never seen oh, I love Singing Casa in the Blanca. Rain. I've never seen so many like seminal classics that yeah. like affect how you view movies and the yeah, world. Yeah. And I didn't get any of those. But at the time, I was trying to be an actor and being in musicals and stuff. So very much so, I wanted exposure to these things. Yeah. But the only way I knew how to do that because I couldn't go see live theater. Yeah, I was yeah. in a small town. And I didn't have anyone showing me old movies. Always yeah. to buy new movies. So I bought my first exposure to Rent was buying the DVD. Nice. My first exposure to Mamma Mia was buying the DVD. My first exposure <laughs> to Across the Universe, buying the DVD. It's so crazy, man. Because, like, okay, growing up in, like, the projects and, like, poor and shit like that, like, we just are, you like, literally, it's crazy to think about it. Like, when people are just like, oh, I don't get why they're like this, I don't get why they're like that. Like, literally, you just have no access to things. And it's crazy. It's the craziest thing to think about because you don't know because you haven't experienced it. Yeah. Like, we just didn't straight up fucking have access to other things. Most of the movies, I watched Indiana Jones last week, talked about it, on a fucking school bus yep. because my white teacher, like, ex- was exposed to that movie, whatever, 
Probably by his dad. Probably by his parents. <laughs> Who knows? But fucking, like, they've had, you know, like, the only reason I had access to I, other things... I just things, had the thought that your old teacher is sitting there listening to this podcast yeah. and said to himself, now his buddy Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like, that guy's just doing nothing. Yeah. He's sitting alone. Your old teacher, he remembers you. He's actually yeah. following your career. Yeah. He's listening to the podcast, just sitting there reminiscing in his armchair. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I just, it's just so funny the fact that, like, like growing it's up, it's the same thing where, like, I wasn't exposed to so many things. And, like, if I wanted, I love musicals and stuff like that, but, like, I didn't have a ton of exposure to them. Most of the movies I was forced to watch were, like, horror movies or action movies. So that's what Like, you I've watched so many fucking action movies. Yeah. And that I hate it because of that. They're super generic. Um, I mean, most theater people would gag the fact that I said the whole first my exposure was the movie. Honestly, yeah. I think a greatly made movie, and obviously the stage version is way better. Yeah. But not even way better because a lot of the same people are in it. I gotta stop touching the mic. <laughs> but... But anyway, that yeah. was my explosion on me. I literally was trying to buy every new musical that came out. Chicago, same thing. It was yeah. a DVD. I bought it on DVD. Yeah. Sound of Music, my, uh, yeah. fucking West Side Story. All these fucking musicals. I just, I was like, I want to watch musicals, yeah. and those were the ones at the store that day. Yeah. But it's also funny because some people like shit on movie musicals because they're like, oh, why you're getting nah, just popular things, whatever. Nah, man. Um, but it's all I fucking it's, have. It's so much people's only exposure to it. Probably wouldn't be an actor without them. How many people watched Les Mis the movie because? It had so many celebrities in it and stuff like that, and they were like, holy shit, maybe it changed someone's life because they got to see their first musical. Oh, don't worry. You're going to get Les Mis. Oh, my God. I've seen the play, the Broadway play. Oh, then even more reason to give you the Hugh Jackman leading Oscar nomination vehicle, Les Miserables. Hugh Jackman is... Fucking got him on Meg. Yeah. You didn't like Greatest Showman? No, we just have... Well, no, he's fine. We just have ties to him at Office Depot, and sometimes I just see how much he spends on pens, you know? And I'm just like, man... Buys a lot of pens. Start at the beginning. What did you think <laughs> as this movie started? I thought the movie... Um, it starts with Amanda Seyfried uh, doing a little boat to a little mailbox with a couple letters singing a song. What's the first song? What's the song she sings? Um, I feel like it's Mamma Mia. It's absolutely not. It's. I feel like they, they just burst out with title um, titular song from the start. Um, The first song... It's something about shadows. Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Oh, the first song is I Have a Dream. I Have a Dream. Great song by ABBA. With songs. Oh, apparently the original Great album was Voulez-vous. Wow, this Wikipedia is useful. Great. Let me look at this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it starts off sweet, slow. Um, she's singing about wanting to mm-hmm. find her dad, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know she's writing cra- separate letters. It's out fucking crazy. Like, I understand... That they probably tweak the lyrics a little bit. They fucking probably... They have the whole catalog of music. Yeah. But the concept... I do really love the concept of, like... A jukebox also, musical? Yeah. Like, yeah. to make all... Like, it's a simple... It's a some fucking simple story. I fucking get yeah. that. And there's not a lot of story. Yeah. But it, it works. Like, some of these songs, like, completely make sense with what's happening. Yeah. And even the ones that are, like, big musical numbers, they made the movie plot with her being used to being a singer. And it all, it all like... I don't know. Yeah, I'm just super impressed with it. Well, it's like, just it's, funny because it's like you take a, a when you make um, a movie musical thing, especially a jukebox musical, you have to like stick with the soundtrack so much, and you have to hit the cl- classics. You oh, have to yeah. do the hits. Yeah, and so you I think would have not do Dancing Queen that. in this movie. Exactly, you're just obligated by that kind of boundary to make the movie. So the way they incorporated everything was really well done. Um, the cut, though, no, I will say the just to skip ahead for a second, the cut. To start Dancing Queen is my favorite in the whole movie. What is it? Because the whole movie, 
they swell and they lead up and they make it yeah. make sense. But there's this the part moment where Donna Meryl yeah. Streep is sad, and then the camera's on her. Then the camera cuts to her two friends. And they just start singing, <laughs> like it's like, oh, I'm just really sad. You are the dance. Yeah, yeah. It just cuts. I remember that. Yeah. My favorite thing. That's um, pretty funny. What do you think of the first song? How many times do they sing "Dancing to Queen" in this? I think like six twice. or seven. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It was. It felt like too much, but also I get it because that's that's hey, Abba's number one hit. Musicals they do songs the same all the time. Like, Fact checker is "Dancing Queen" Abba's number one hit. Well, he'll get back to us on that. Great. Um, so you, so the first, so the movie started. What do you think? Are you in? Are you like the movie started? I am begrudgingly in it because I feel like I, I was like you're sitting there like no, it was a sweet song. I come in open mind every time for the podcast. Yeah, that's my that's my rule to myself. Okay. Well, um, I think the movie but, doesn't really get started until. But I feel like in, in it's already even from the first couple of scenes, the first couple of minutes, are, it's already showing you like this beautiful. It's a, oh, it's a beautiful place. It's filmed in Greece. It was filmed yeah. on location. I think that's also why a lot of actors probably did it. They got to go to Greece and yeah. film this fucking movie. It's fucking beautiful. It's like, gorgeous. The whole concept of the movie is you don't want to ever leave this island, right? Yeah. I get it. If yeah. I was in my 20s and travel... It's what the whole sequel's about. It's what... If I was in my 20s and ended up at this island, and I would think to myself, maybe I'll never leave. Yeah. It's fucking... It's, it's a paradise. beautiful thought. It's yeah. literally a paradise. Yeah. Literally, paradise. So that's just amazing because sometimes it's like that happens a lot when you travel, right? You go travel, you're like, oh man, I could totally see myself here. Oh my god, it's I mean, so it's never happened to me because I've never traveled. Yeah, no, that's not true. I've traveled to Virginia. like three places in my life. One of them being Virginia for Drew's wedding. Yeah, and now it's my favorite place in the world. Exactly, because I got to go at the perfect time of my life when I had money. I got to do whatever I wanted, yeah. and I got to see one of my best friends get married in like a beautiful setting. Yeah, it was a beautiful ceremony. I cried. I was like popular at the party. You were in the wedding. You're part of the wedding. I was party. in the wedding. Yeah. It was fucking beautiful. Shout out to Drew and Jordy. I hope you have a happy little night. <laughs> I fucking love Virginia. <laughs> oh fuck, Drew texted me. I haven't texted him back. Well, to be I, fair, I texted him for his birthday, and then he took three days to text me back. I haven't texted him. I didn't even so, text him happy birthday. Wow, you're a bad friend. Fact checker, when was the last time I texted Drew? Uh, I don't know, but Yeah. Number one in 11 countries. Marcus is always right. Nice. That's the fact checker's job. <laughs> That's not the <laughs> to validate I all the, how I, much right I am. I'm a, he, we don't pay him, but I'm going to start paying him just so I'm right more. <laughs> um, after that is, honestly, one of my favorite songs of the whole fucking movie. movie. You what? You what it is? Mm-hmm. Honey, honey, touch oh, me, kiss oh my God. me. Before mm-hmm. we even honey, fucking honey. recorded this podcast, you were just like all about honey, that song. Honey, like, this is my favorite me, song. Me, I love it so much. Honey, honey. Even before you gave me Abba, you were like telling me. I heard about it. you before. Here's why I love it's it. It's cute. It's fucking cute. It's very cute scene. She's in it. Um, She's singing about... She's basically... She's reading her mom's diary. Yeah. She's singing the song, and it fits perfect. And she's not even singing, like, the best... Because she's just like giddy, yeah, and it it works, and, and it's and and it and it's telling the story about her, her mom. It sets up the whole plot. It says yeah. mom slept with three guys all at the same time, so you don't know which one's the dad. And then he sets the whole fucking Shakespearean plot. Yeah, a fucking. I feel like it's a Shakespeare. I feel like I read somewhere that it was or a Greek tragedy. Is it a Greek that makes too much sense. thing in Greece? Is nah, that man. why? That makes too much sense. There's parallels? Like 100%. I don't know. I can't find it. Yeah. I thought it was based off something. But I, I just love that song. It's cute. I love it. It's a good old time. Amanda Seyfried is perfect for the role. She looks like Brandon's yeah. daughter. They have a great chemistry together. Love this moment. Her two best friends are completely irrelevant to the rest of the movie, but they are cute during this song. <laughs> I feel like that 
that's the thing with this movie is just like they're totally Amanda's like friends. Everyone is. You know what their IMDb's are? So many empty. Irrelevant. <laughs> this movie. There's just so many people who are just like irrelevant. Like the boyfriend. Fucking Dominic like Cooper is, is the fucking boyfriend. Wait, I feel like is he's Dominic irrelevant. Cooper? I don't know who it is. He looked familiar. I don't know where. Yeah, Dominic Cooper. From. He's fucking Howard Stark. That's, Agent Cooper. That's right. And he's also in Preacher. Yes. He's fucking. He's a popular actor yeah. now. Yeah. Leading man. But it's so funny because he doesn't do anything. Oh, absolutely not. The the two best friends of the girl don't do anything. Yeah. The two best friends of the mother, they, they do, a lot. do a lot. But they're fucking great. But they're also kind of like barely explored. Mm. Ooh, what do you think the next song is? What do I think the next song is? Yeah. Um, it is, let's see, plot-wise, they go on the thing, and then people, oh, and then they start to co- commute to the island. Yeah, people start showing up. And people start showing up. And that one is... Donna's two best friends show first. That's the song... Christine Baranski and Julie Walters. I don't know what that song is. <sighs> That's ABBA's hit classic. Excuse me. Yeah, baby. You just got off that boat. Uh, not quite. Um, the best friends come and interact with Meryl, and it's great, and it's cute. And then they start talking about, hey, Donna, are you still like getting laid? What are you looking for? And, she's, and then she starts singing Money, Money. Oh. Money, Money, Money. Three, three monies. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's three How monies. How fucking dare you? I know. How fucking dare you get anything? Money, money, money. Money. Must be funny. For a rich man's right. world. I, I need to know yeah. your headspace at this point. Because either you're fucking in or... You, no, no. I guess the part that you're in or out is Mamma Mia. I guess you could... This, this yeah. is the point. I'm sure you're still even on the fence. Like, I mean, this is cute, but it's like not even their best song. And like... Yeah. Now it feels like there's. I mean, well, I know their best song is "Dancing Queen." Like, I love "Dancing Queen" too much for a young boy, for young straight man. I loved it. I would blast "Dancing Queen." There was one time I have a fond memory where we were driving through the a bad neighborhood. We live. We were driving home. I don't know. We were driving through our bad neighborhood to get to our bad neighborhood, and we. Uh, I was like, it was like one in the morning, and I was like, oh, mom, we should lower the windows and blast Dancing Queen, because I think that'd be really funny. Because a car had just blasted blasting, like, rap music, and I was like, oh, it'd be hilarious if we just, like, blast Dancing Queen. My mom said, no, we're going to get shot, and I said, who cares? And then I lowered the windows, and I raised the music uh, in the car to full volume and blasted Dancing Queen. <laughs> it was fun. Did you get shot? We did not get shot. No. Did you think you might a little bit, though? No. Wait, I was pretty the, confident. I don't know. You had a pretty messed up childhood. Maybe you really wanted it. Maybe we should talk about this with your therapist. Maybe I did get shot, and this is all like a Jacob's Ladder <gasps> scenario. Oh, my. you can't <laughs> you can't steal that. That's fucking. That's fucking how I. How did this get made? Yeah, I can't fucking remember. But thinking up. Speaking of fond memories, you know what I have fond memories of. I am the sun. No, charmed <laughs> by charmed. I am the. All right, guys. Uh, Marcus, explain what charm by charm is. I am human. All right, I'll explain what charm by charm is. The, the charm by charm is we spend five is we spend five minutes of every episode talking and going sequen- sequentially through every episode of Charmed. Now we are in episode five. Only for five minutes, we can talk about it starting now. The name of this episode is. Oh man, Dream. I like to explain the episode. The name of, I literally have done it every time. The name of this episode is Dream Sorcerer. Uh, Prue's sleep is disturbed by strange visions in which she's taunted by a sinister and threatening man who has taken over her subconscious. You know why this is so short? 
Because that's all that fucking happened this whole goddamn episode. This episode was This great. is the, uh, It was one of the best up. episodes this is the of worst, all time. Dude, I want to hit class, everything. This is it, the worst it's episode. It's like classic hero-villain mechanics. It focuses on the true dichotomy the of The thing you said about hating the last episode is why yeah. I hate this episode. Nothing happened. There's no progression. What do you mean nothing No one happens? learned anything. Nothing happened. Everything happened. Except that they killed a normal dude. No, he was a sorcerer. Okay, so you found out okay. that this dream sorcerer yeah. literally was doing experiments in a lab, which was letting him infiltrate people's dreams. It had nothing to do with magic. It was pretty There was nothing was to do with magic. Great. And the B storyline? The B storyline was fucking Prue and Phoebe. No. Piper and Phoebe doing a spell to fucking. It's fine. It'll. it'll fucking doing a spell so th- uh, so guys would like them and the C storyline there was a C, there was not a C storyline yes it was no, there was not it had to do with fucking Andy and Darnell or whatever the fuck his name that was is not a C storyline that, that's there all was, the shitty this episode a was storyline because they're still trying to solve the A murder so it's A no but that you're following just the two of them it's just movie fucking TV magic A and C linked up at the end for a nice neat bow but they are obviously hook like going after the same guy yeah but you're following the two guys that's the oh, okay. C storyline I don't know listen the only thing I liked about this episode was that some of the other people got a little bit of screen time. No, here's my thing about that episode. Daryl is his name. I'm this so episode sorry. is um, uh, uh, very focused heavily on rape. Um, there's Christ. just it's just a rape episode. Uh, I think the girls are taking advantage of these guys because they put a magical spell on them and then they fuck them without what their permission. What are you talking about? That's what's happening, Nick. And then the guy is a dream rapist, so he just goes into people's dreams who rejected him, and he fucking like violates them. Damn. Like the whole episode is just about rape. It was weird. It was fucking weird. I didn't like it. <laughs> Damn, you're so right. I fucking also didn't like it, but I didn't realize it was because it was rapey. It wasn't even rapey. It was just rape. <laughs> oh my god, fucking Piper and Phoebe fucking raped those guys. They did! It's fucking at least date rape. Like, at the at the bare minimum, it's fucking date rape. Like, they, they were did. not consenting. It was, they were basically on drugs. And they made, like, a fun, like, like you, you, cute episode you about it. a drunk person, you have done rape, and they've basically done that. At least. They've... Yeah, no, they fucking put a spell on these guys oh, to want to fuck them. Then they fucked them. Like, to be fair, to, they didn't do it to them specifically. That the is, universe chose them. That is the epitome. Oh, maybe it was God's will. That is the epitome. No. And then they had, like, a fun playfulness about it. They're like, ha, 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 I can't believe all these guys are so interested in me. Like, there's fucking rape dudes. Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like and that And also, the main all. story was just this dude, this freaking guy who couldn't get a date. And, like, the whole thing is, like... I think you're supposed to feel for him for a second because he he's creepy from the get. But yeah. I think they try to set him up so you feel for him because they put him in the wheelchair and like he asks the girl out and then it's revealed he's in a wheelchair. But the thing is, the way he did that, it wasn't because the wheelchair she didn't like him. She liked him because he sent a drink to someone else and then the the waitress came back and said, "I'm sorry." She says she's dating someone. And then he's like, "What about you?" Yeah. And she's like, "No." No. <laughs> And then he's and then he reveals his no, wheelchair. No, he's a fucking desperate oh ass motherfucking sleazeball. He killed his first girlfriend because she broke up with him. Yeah, he kills every girl that fucking denies him. Yeah, for no reason. It's and it's not shitty. even magic. Yeah, it's not magic. It was fucking science. It's ridiculous. I, yeah, and all I these really dream like sequences of this like orangey. We it looked bad. Yeah. It made no sense. He danced with all of them. Yeah. I was joking earlier. I did and, not like. And this here's the thing. And here's the crux of all of it. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying he's not a murderer. And I'm not saying he didn't deserve to die. Yeah. But the fucking sister straight up just killed the guy. I know, because they couldn't figure out how to fucking stop him. They're like, is he a demon? No. Is he a wizard? No. Let's just <clears throat> throw him off. Let's just kill him. Let's just straight up kill murder. him. Murder. 
Yeah, they've done now did murder. Everything else was demons and shit. So yeah, it didn't so it's like, oh, that's fine. But now they killed a fucking guy. And do they have heavy weight? Do they? Are they going to deal with? This oh, absolutely for to not. Come? Absolutely not. No. Next episode. Oh my god. What? Yo, what's, I haven't watched the next episode. What's, what's the, the over under for the fucking next episode to deal with this? It's nothing. Called, it's called the wedding from hell. Nothing at all. They don't talk about it or mention it or have the weight of a human soul on their heads. That or they the fucking blood killed of a regular guy. Oh my god, they're supposed to be good wedges, good my ass. They murdered a dude. He was at to least be fair. He was hundred percent a murderer. To be fair, like they could if, never if this show, that if this show set up killing, like Arrow kills people all the fucking time, so he doesn't have any weight. I get it. Well, but they're just like fucking girls. What do you mean by that? You'll never know. That was a weird way to end it. You'll never know. That sounded kind of sexist. Yeah, you'll never know. And that was five minutes of charmed by charmed. I get what you mean by that, though. What? They're just like regular people. Yeah, that is what I mean, but yeah. I guess you'll never really know, so I'm trying to talk about it. Um, okay, back to uh, Mamma Mia, because that is the next song that shows up. Oh my god, so, I mean, it's hard because you already know who all the guys were in this movie. It's not like Colin Firth's a reveal or, you know, yeah. Skarsgård. this was or a surprise or a reveal Brosnan. or anything. I, I got it. I, um, but I, it was fun, I think, the way that they show up. They're yeah. late for the boat. So they're all in, in Bill's boat and they all drive over together. Yeah. And they're doing that secretly, like, oh, I'm here for the bride. I like that. Even I though I've never cute. met her. And, you're, and they're like... <clears throat> And it's almost a little realistic. Like I kind of want to ask a question about that, that but like, yeah, I don't but like why would you also be coming to this island for the same reason? That, yeah. that's weird too. And then fucking Amanda Seyfried's character fucking takes them all to the basement, and it's like, why are you here? It's like, ah, oh, it's a surprise for my mom. But yeah. then Meryl sees them, and then the most this is one of the most ridiculous things because the yeah. sequel has now shown them and does not. Look like anything. Looks like this. Yes, yeah, because when Meryl Streep, I really thought that too. When Meryl Streep goes into the attic and she sees them, and she's just like, she has flashbacks of like what they look like when they were younger. Yeah, and it was obviously just them now dressed up, but like yeah. younger. But they were also dressed up in the most stereotypical yes. era thing. Pierce Brosnan had a handlebar mustache. Seventies. Fucking yeah. Tom Firth had his leather jacket. Mm-hmm. He was punk grunge. Yeah. You know, um, I forgot what Bill looked like. You know what? I don't think it's important. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's important. That's fair. A fact checker, what did Bill look like? Figure that out. Long hair, button down, slushy thirst. I guess they could have done more with Bill. Yeah. No, Bill got a little yeah, short drifted. Anyway, and then she sees them, and then she's it's the whole. She wants to look at them, and then it's one more looking, and she's like looking for them. I didn't like that. And scene. then she ends up on the roof, like, Mama Mia, here we go again. Yeah. These guys are back. And then the whole thing, the Greek chorus shows up, and the, this is the moment when you're like, oh, this is a fucking Greek chorus, and yeah. it's fucking great, and she falls down and meets everybody. I didn't like that. I, I feel like this you was like like really the weakest song in the whole thing, and the Mama weakest Mia. movie. The weakest part of the whole movie. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it. It was weird. She was like, she saw them, but she didn't act on it. She was just like, being really weird. I don't know. And then she started climbing the roof. I don't know. The whole thing was awkward and weird. Well, let me and, tell like, you this. Ten, I didn't like the acting Ten years ago, you fucked somebody, okay? Okay. Ten years ago. Yeah. And they just, they were just, and you came home. Yeah. And you, for whatever reason, happened to see in the window the girl you fucked ten years ago. Yeah. Would you immediately storm in? No, you're right. No, I you would, would do the exact I would, same I would, thing. Yeah, I would run away, start yeah. singing, climb yeah. the roof, yeah. flip out, yeah. fall off the roof. You're right. You're, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. I saw someone I fucked ten Thank years ago. Thank you. Oh, for yeah, once man. you fucking you're agree right. with me. You're right. Jesus Fat checker, is that what I would do? That is what you would do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bitch! Yeah, that's exactly what you would do. Is that how we used to really not like this, this moment, though? I, no, really honestly, 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 100%, this was the most boring, one of the most boring moments in the whole thing. Huh. 
I, I didn't That's like That's weird, because it. it's the titular song. Yeah, and I feel like maybe they're like, oh, you know what, with the title song, let's, like, let's fucking keep it low-key, let's not make it a big deal, a big production, and then... Well, the show, the, the movie definitely gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, for sure. But oh. at this point, I was just like, I, I didn't like that. I didn't really like Mel Streep in it, to be honest. Here's the thing. I don't... I don't know how I feel about Mero because <laughs> because everyone in this movie I like a lot. Like I think yeah. the three men are cast great. Yeah. I love Mia Seafried and her and her husband yeah. to be. Um, the best friends are per- pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking what are their names? Christine Baranski and Mero yeah. and um, fucking Julie Walters. They're fucking. I would perfect. argue that they're not pitch perfect. They're just they're good casting. They're great casting. <laughs> Meryl, I like her a lot because. Meryl Streep is arguably the best actress of our generation. Not her generation. Arguably so. She's won the most Oscars. She's always nominated for everything she does. A lot of people refer to her as such. I don't know if I've seen anything really good with her. Doubt. I haven't watched that. Oh, it's very good. Yeah. Kramer vs. Kramer? I haven't watched that either. Neither have I, but I heard that's good. What's the other... I feel like this happens all the time where you're just like, man, I love this guy. He's like with Ocean's classic. Eleven. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they were in. I haven't watched any of those the movies. Devil's Wear Prada? No, Devil's I haven't watched Prada? that. Fact checker, what else is Barrel Pitt? You don't have to go through her old discography. No, I want to know. I want to know why why you sleeping on Meryl. I want to I literally have not watched any of those movies. Hmm. I saw that one. Angels in America. The Hours. Oh, she's an angel. AI. I've seen that. She's an AI? Actually, I haven't watched it. You've never watched a good Meryl Streep movie, have you? No. I hope he just keeps... I hope we just keep talking, and in the background, he keeps going through this. <laughs> he stopped. But that would be great. He just kept saying, every one episode of Law and Order, SVU, in I, 1978. So we just decided, I've never watched a Meryl Streep movie. This might be my first Meryl Streep movie. Is it? It might be. Well, it's my first one that's considered good. This is barely even considered good. I didn't like her in this movie, period. Weird. I think that... Well, here's the thing. She's not acting in this movie. No. That's what. That's my problem. It's weird. She's not acting. She's, she's not just doing anything. hanging out. She's just like rolling around, going oh, and be flustered the whole time. I don't yeah, hundred percent. It's like kind of dumb. There's a moment or two, like I think the moment when she's helping her daughter get ready for the wedding. Yeah. it's very sweet, and she shows a little bit more of a range. But overall, she is just hanging out. Yeah, which is strange. It's really weird. She's kind of really like almost weird. a set piece. Yeah, rather than like. A part of the movie. I, I won't next time, but I'll make sure to give you some Meryl Streep movie that I've seen that I do yeah. love. Like, August Osage County has her and Julie Roberts. Oh, and nice. And McGregor, and it's based on a play that I read in college. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. It's fucking oh. amazing. So I'll give that at some point. Yeah. But you're right. I can't... Like, I love this movie, and I love arguing with you. Yeah, yeah. And I would love arguing everything about this movie. Yeah. But Meryl Streep... She's Oddly like the enough, weakest part of the movie. She's the thing. weakest part of the movie. Everyone not else, to say she's always bad. There's some point, like, no, I think she's there's not some always points when sure. she's badly singing as Donna. Yeah. Like, it's like, fine. Super Trooper. I think it's that's cute. a great, yeah, yeah. cute moment. She seems like a mom. Yeah. But, but but moments like this, you're, you're yeah. right. But that's the whole thing about the movie. Like, I think the Or movie, the whole cliff scene that yeah. she sings. I, yeah. You can't argue with you. I, I really like everyone in this movie. Everyone in this movie fits the movie. Everyone, like, the yeah. two best friends are great. They're funny. They're hilarious. They're perfect. The singing, I mean, yeah, the singing's bad, but, like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and I got over it pretty fast. Yeah. But um, I think that w- 
the only thing that I truly like could not get over was the fact that I just straight up did not like my, any of the Meryl Streep scenes for the most part. I feel like the the scene where she's singing on the cliffside with uh, Pierce Brosnan and professing her love for him or whatever and not yeah. letting him talk. Like, Something about holding that was cards. supposed to be like a beautiful, yeah. like great scene, and it wasn't. Like, can it I just tell did you, not Can I tell you a really nice fun fact? Yeah. This is an important one. Nick Facts. Mer- well, this is from IMDb. Meryl Streep went to Stockholm, Sweden to record her vocal for the song The Winner Takes It All. She finished it in one take. Benny Anderson former ABBA member and co-composer of the song called Streep a miracle. Weird. Wow. I don't like that. Yeah. That annoys me. Yeah. 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 I don't she, like that He was so probably much. like, oh, Bill Streep, yeah, you're perfect. I know. Well, it's just one, one of those take? things where like, oh, a, a, a name is Listen, it's not even bad. It's not, it's not previous even bad. they don't like, have to prove themselves this I time. wish it was bad. Like, Pierce Brosnan's bad and I love it. I love him for yeah. it. We can talk about your feelings on it, but Meryl's not like bad bad you know like she's not no she's all not the terrible. way bad but she's not great it's not so bad that it's good either like it's yeah. just kind of in this mediocre middle yeah i don't like that yeah i agree with you yeah anyway um but i, I but that's how i feel about everyone like i liked everyone pierce brosnan i thought was great um what did you think of pierce brosnan i thought he was great i thought the other he was like his singing was trash but like fun likable guy james bond Cool. He's, he's got the perfect like. It's believable for it, that know? he's in love with her. Yeah, like, he's so trying. That, he's saying like, "Oh, you know, this is what I would do." Or like, "Why are you doing this?" Like, he comes in a little As bit too cool strong. The cool guy that's but, a dad is it fits. It yeah. works. But he has had. Kids he's got before. dad bod. Yeah, he's got straight it's up dad bod in this it's, movie. It's so funny because I'm like, oh, he's being kind of a dick, and then he tells her, "I've raised two kids. Like, I fucking I know my shit." And I'm yeah, like, damn, you're right. Yeah. You did raise two kids. Yeah, maybe you do know a little something. And it's SOS. It's his song. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, which goes like... Sending out an SOS... I'm just kidding, that's not... I just got you... How does SOS go? I got you so hard. I need an SOS. No. SOS. It's great. <laughs> yeah, here go away. I tried to reach for you, but you have closed your mind. And here's the thing about Pierce Brosnan. Is he a good singer? No, absolutely not. But does he fucking commit 100% to this bit you know of so singing funny? this song yeah. and being this dad and being in this moment? So much so. It's so funny. Can I, I hear that SOS? Yeah. I was watching this music, I was like, man, I could fucking be in a musical. Like, yeah, dude. Maybe that's also, it's kind of why I like it. Like, I was talking with Bobby and T, my roommates, and my new roommates, I'm so sorry, Marcus, you've been replaced. And and I was trying to explain why Proper I like people because because one of them comes from a theater background where he literally works in an industry where he like meets and talks to theater professionals like like he just helped produce a show that Tate Diggs was on like he nice. works with real fucking people that could be in this musical and sing perfect and I was trying to explain why but I like normal people being in stuff sometimes yeah like I do like watching fucking a West Side Story and hearing Rita sing like she's amazing right yeah. that's great but do I also like the TV musical episode of Scrubs that what's his face can't really sing but he's like out there trying 100% somehow I like that almost just as much and I can't really explain why but I think you just kind of hit it a little bit like hearing the everyman sing like yeah. I don't need like singing is fun right like, that's why yeah. people love karaoke. That's why Sing Star. It's and accessible. Pop- it's a thing yeah. that everyone can do, but only a 
few people could do well. I mean, a lot of, even a a lot lot of people can do, do well, well but, but not everyone can do it professionally. Yeah. Like, a, a vocalist is different than just someone that can yeah. sing okay. Yeah. And I just, I love that. You know, I love that. I remember in high school when I was in when I was um, when I was in high school in the theater department, I would make it a point to go to almost uh, to tons of different high schools in the area's musicals. Yeah. And one was to kind of scope out the competition, see how we're doing. But a lot of it's just because I love watching, like, pe- young people, like everybody, like try to sing their best. Yeah. Like I loved Rise because everyone could sing. Yeah. But some of my favorite characters in that TV show were the ones that couldn't. Yeah. You know. I don't know. No, I, I, I have the same fascination with musicals. Like, I've always wished that I could sing or something, yeah. but, like, I love musicals so much. And but seeing Richard Gere in Chicago? There's something like about that. that. Like, yeah. yes, I, I don't want all the musicals in the world to just be like this where it sounds bad. 100%. Um, but I do want musicals where every once in a while there, it's like, yeah, that dude's just a regular dude. He can sing, like, pretty well, but, like, he's given his all. Yeah. I like that stuff. Hundred um, percent. But I also love going to see musicals. I love every musical TV episode of a show. Okay. I wish. Have you watched the TV musical episode of Grey's Anatomy? No. So after we watch Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. with me, my roommates, T, fact checker, who's <laughs> sitting in the room, so we talk about him. But we, he loves Grey's Anatomy so much, and he explained that this was his favorite episode, and that it was a revelation. You uh, could probably assume what my reaction was. Gag, whatever. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's not that good. Of course this is going to be dumb. Yeah. And it was like, Grey's Anatomy did a musical episode? This isn't going to be good. I sat there, and it brought me to tears. Oh, my Because it was gosh. so weirdly amazing and different, and, like, not even everyone sings in it. Only a couple people sing in it. But it's about this girl, and she's, like, in a coma or something, and then she, like, sees her body, and she's singing a lot, and then there's... And, and it's and the cool thing is they keep singing songs that have been in the show, mm-hmm. so it's like the soundtrack and they're singing those songs, which is super interesting. That's cool. And some of them just hit home so much, and I was like, "Oh, give me an example of one of the songs." The story. Uh, yeah. Oh, this last cross must tell you the story. Oh, da da. Yeah. No. No. Whatever. I don't know what that is. Whatever. It's honestly revelation. I like I. It made me want to like start Grey's Anatomy again from the beginning. Well, last night I watched a musical uh, number from a musical episode two of a show called Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, and it was uh, in their musical episodes. One of the songs was Wolf Rape. Um, a guy go, you know reminisces of his childhood where he was uh, raped by a wolf. It was the same same kind of vibe. I, I think I, think I don't know if you've heard. I think, you can't make, I think I'm just you telling you a relatable story. I don't know if you've just heard. Just a normal I don't know if you've human. heard, but you can't make rape jokes anymore. You're going to get fired. <laughs> You're straight true. up going to get fired. I have Disney will come for Disney me. Disney will come for you. Um, sponsor the <laughs> it's not a joke. It's just a fact. It was a, a I don't know. song you're, about you're laughing, you're laughing pretty hard. <laughs> hey, your own joke. Um, back to the fucking... <laughs> the music. Shout out to my Canadians out there watching Tide of the Book of Pure Evil. Uh, back to Mama Mia. We don't have to talk beat by beat, but let's just let's let's hit some of the big moments. Um, I think one of the big moments was supposed to be Mama Mia, but I did not like that. Well, whatever. You talk to me about it. Like what? What? What's, what kind of? Stuff I think do you like? just Dancing Queen. I like Dancing Queen. Uh, was I like fun. that fact. The whole movie Dancing overall was smaller it was than small. I thought it would be. The whole thing I thought was cute. I thought the whole movie was. I thought all the characters were really sweet, really genuine. I believed them all except for Mary Streep. Um... And I liked seeing them interact. I liked the whole, like, 
oh, who is the father yeah. kind of, like, chase of the movie. I thought that was cute. And the whole revelation of, like, love can come from different places and it can be weird. Yeah. And, like, the whole ending, like, it's fucking silly and kind of campy, but the whole thing is, like, I I don't know if I could take a daughter, but I, I'd be honored to have a third of a daughter. And the other guy was like, yeah, me too. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I can take a third. Yeah. Like, there's something, like, really sweet about that. And, like, the future of this story is she has her mom and three dads. Yeah. And, like, they all, like, Colin first character keeps kind of says in a little bit. And he does a little bit in the sequel, too. Um, he's in uh, the sequel? Oh, they're all, everybody's in the sequel. Except for Meryl Streep, which uh, is dead. Everybody's in the sequel. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. Um... Uh, <laughs> But Colin Firth even makes a reference saying, because, um, I don't, this is a spoiler, a little bit, but, uh, Amanda Seyfried's character is pregnant. Yeah. And, uh, eventually has the baby and Colin Firth says, I was like, did you, did you see your ears? They're my ears. And, and they're like, how are they ear ears? It's like, no, no, I've been, I've been complimented on my ears. They're really nice. The baby totally has my ears. Because you find out Colin Firth's character is, um, closeted gay and doesn't have a family of his own. So he like holds onto this family like really yeah. tightly. And it's just funny that even though they're all they all love each other, the three dads love each other yeah. and the family and the daughter and Donna. Like they also kind of like mm, I think it's I think it's my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's still all the chance. Yeah, it's just that Pierce Brosnan is the only one who wants responsibility and who loves uh, Meryl Streep because they get married. Well, they all want responsibility. Movie. They all like are a big part of her lives. You know, it's just Pierce Brosnan yeah, moves the to the island guy. and gets married. Who like well, he just also loves Donna. <clears throat> the one guy was like, "Ooh, I don't know about having a daughter. That's kind of scary." And then, but and then when she's like, "You know what? A third of my daughter." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, I'll take a third. He, he says it as though like it's a oh, gro- it's a growth moment because he's been a player and played. No, he his says whole that's life. like that's doable. That's how he says it. He's no, like, because uh, it's a growing moment. That's less than the whole. Whatever. I'll get in on this. The growing moment continues because later during the wedding, he's still trying to be a playboy and shit. But uh, Julie Walters' character is. Sings the take a chance on me. <clears throat> yeah. If you need a da, that was funny. Da, 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 da. Take a chance on, on me. I love I love how it starts too because she's all like, "Hey, under your breath's like, yeah, say, hey, if you." Uh, and then it gets overt, and, and then it's she crazy fucking chases, chases him, him, but then breaks it up, breaks him down, and yeah. Even it, guys, if you want to, if you want to find someone, and they're not, they're saying no over and over again, just sing a song at them and chase them off a roof. I think that's the lesson I learned from them. That's moment. the lesson of Mama Mia. <laughs> uh, if you want to learn something from Abba, that is it. <laughs> that's a message behind Mama Mia. Another moment that I love is Dominic Cooper only has like one song, uh, which is fun, but it's about when he's about to go on a stag party. But the song um, leads to all his like friends, all his guy friends, yeah. all like these jockey, big muscular guys. And they all, like, show up out of the water in flippers yeah. and do this ridiculous dance number. But I loved it. I loved it so much because they're all, like, dancing silly and, like, being completely... I don't know. It just... The concept of, like, jockey, super straight guys doing these ridiculous... This ridiculous yeah. music number in Mamma Mia, I found delightful. It was delightful. so cute. Yeah. What's that song? Lay all your love on me. Lay all your love on me. You literally sing every single one of these songs from. Lay all your love on me. I think maybe you didn't even watch this movie. I didn't. You just watched the IMDb. You just I just the watched the YouTube videos. Like 15 things wrong with them. 
Mamma Mia. It's 15 minutes worth. I know. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet. I wouldn't watch that after that. I didn't want no, it to ruin I just the have movie. A, I just always, I don't know, sometimes I'm just seeing things. I sing way too much. Um, anything that people say. And I can't wait to have kids and annoy the shit out of them. You're going to be a great dad someday. <laughs> That's why I wanted to show you this movie. Aww. I'll show you three examples of how to be... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so... Um, yeah, no, but that's... I think that's just the just, gist of the movie. Like, I feel like overall it's just a cute, fun movie. Okay, what movie. did you think after it ended and then it didn't end? Did it you know ended. that was coming? What do you mean? It ended and then it didn't end. And then there was... There was an encore to the movie. Uh-oh. What was the encore? Are you serious? What was the last thing in this movie you saw? I literally don't remember. They sang a song and then the credits came. Yeah, but they sang it. It was all two more numbers and they dressed up and it was silly and it was crazy. It's just the credits. I don't know. <laughs> it's an important part of the movie because it shows like how much fun this is, and they were just having fun, and it was like it was literally like it was literally like you the, saw. I got that message from the hour and a half we watched of fucking them singing and having fun. No, I understood the movie was fun. I didn't need five more minutes of them being no, fun. It, it reinforces the movie being like the stage version, like like the it's over, and then you want more. They come out and sing more songs as an encore. Like I, what movies do that? Like, give you an encore. The Avengers. Jesus Christ. All the Avengers. Exactly. Exactly. Also, this is just as good as Avengers. That's what I'm saying. You want to hear a nice fun fact? <laughs> yeah. Worldwide, this movie came out the same year as Iron Man and made more money. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know, right? Yeah. Mamma Mia is in the top ten highest grossing movies of all time. It's no. number... It's num- it's, it was in America num- or worldwide? Worldwide. Box office, Mamma Mia was the highest grossing movie musical until what beat it? Lamus. Frozen. Frozen! I forgot that counts as This is counting the Disney's, too. Okay, yeah. This was number one for until Frozen. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a fucking popular movie. Made a shitload of money. Another fun fact, Tom Hanks and his wife produced it. No way! Yeah. That's amazing. The producing company made it. I didn't it. realize that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. I know. Want another fun fact? Yeah. I got them. Why use them all? <laughs> That was good. <laughs> uh, okay, Nick, so... Is there anything else about the movie you want to talk about? There's nothing else I want to talk about. What was your favorite number? Um, my favorite number? Yeah. Uh, it's eight. Damn, solid joke. Can you take a note of that? It's lay out <laughs> your love on me. You already know that it was a good joke. My favorite number, I think, was... Um, uh, I think the... Oh, fuck, man, what was my favorite? I feel like Dancing Queen, just because I like Dancing Queen. Uh, I like the scene where the old lady's, like, singing... Um, Although he throws her fucking pile of t- uh, twigs aside and joins in the parade of singing. No, where she sings and gets out of the thing and the guy's like, oh, I'm young and trying to fuck. And she's like, nah, I'm good. What? You know that part where the young guy's like, hey, I want to fuck. You like that one? Oh, that was the best. That was one of the Jesus best. Jesus Christ, what was that called? That was one of the best. Hold on. Does your mother know? Yeah. That was great. Solid song. It's a ridiculous moment of the show, and it's when it's that's the moment where it almost goes over the deep end for me. Like that's almost too far, <laughs> too good. Because she straight up had sex with like a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, and she's like fifty-five. Yeah, that's what I came here for. I don't think they're supposed to be as old as they are. I think they're supposed to be in their forties. Ooh, no, no, no. Yeah, because because Amanda Seyfried's character is twenty, and yeah. Meryl Streep's character had him when she was like twenty. Ooh, bad casting. So I think these are not people like, in their forties. I think they're in their forties. They're in their fifth, late fifties. All of them, but I Mid think they're supposed 50s. to be in the forties. No, Fact checker, 
Well, Donna supposed to have her kid at like 20, right? Wow, and our fact checker says, fuck you, Nick. Look it up yourself. So if she's just getting dry, that means it's 22, 24. 23, 24 when she had the kid. So she is at most 45 back. in this movie. 45? It's supposed to be, yeah. Wow. And her friends graduated with her, so. If we're at the le- at the most. So she's 22. Supposed to be 45. Having sex with a 20-year-old. Uh, that's fine. That's not that More high. power to it's her. It's not that bad. That's but good. in real life, but in real life that she's kid like looked 60. like he was 16, and she's and she like 60. she 60, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was more of a... Before I ask you the questions to finish this up, yeah, I do want to give you a quick review of the amazing sequel, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, because I wanted to make sure to watch it to get me in the mood for this podcast. Okay. Sexually? 100%. Nice. Because Lily James, revelation, loved her so much. Lily James. The guy who plays Young Meryl. Oh, nice. She is so good. The other casting of the young people, oh, it's amazing. Like, the guy that was Colin Firth was, like, literally, like, doing his little twitches and stuff. It was oh, cool. so fun. The characters were great. Some old, I was worried to be all old songs, but it's some old songs, some new songs, some reimagined. Yeah. It's really good. Like, That's awesome. anybody that even had a passing love for Mamma Mia, like, T, only kind of liked Mamma Mia. Like, he's yeah. like, no, I'll watch, it's fun. And the only reason he went with me is because I don't think he wanted to ride the train back home by himself. <laughs> like, I think he wanted to go with me to watch the movie so he could not go home by himself. Yeah. So he said whatever. Yeah. He liked it a lot. He had a lot of fucking fun. Really? Yeah, because it was really fucking fun. It doubled down on everything that was fun about this movie. That's Pierce cool. Pierce Brosnan gets another fucking solo. Fucking, there's more dancing. It just doubled more. down on all that? All the fun stuff. And the thing you didn't like about this is... You don't like Meryl, and She's I will say there. there's little to none. She died? I won't give you spoilers, but I will say there's little to none. Whose mom her. is Cher? Meryl. That doesn't make any sense. How old is Cher? In this movie, she's 60s. In real life, Cher is like 70-something. <clears throat> How old is Meryl? Mm, Aren't they the same age? She's like three or four years younger. I checked. Meryl Streep is three or four years younger than Cher. Yeah, but like I just said, Donna's and supposed Cher. to be like 45. So. <clears throat> oh my god. This is the worst fucking casting on the planet. Except right? it's not, because everyone's pretty good. No. Except for Just Meryl casting Cher as someone's mom who's three years younger. To be fair, Cher is the <sighs> same kind of... Cher is an icon to the same kind of people who watch Mamma Mia. So, yeah. I will say, like, that's a wheelhouse. Like, it's, <laughs> like if, you have a, if you have a Tom Cruise, James Bondy kind of movie with Mission Impossible, yeah. and then you put Henry Cavill in it, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. You take Mamma Mia, you put Cher in it, kind of makes sense. That is true. Yeah. Honestly, in the movie, she was just 100% being Cher, and I wasn't mad. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, Cher. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Marcus. Yeah? Did you like this movie? Uh, I you feel fucking like, did. I feel like after talking to you about it, I feel like I would have more clarity, but I don't. Um, I feel like I enjoyed it. I had fun watching it. It's a fun, cute movie. No, I think you liked it. I feel like the singing was just too bad, and Meryl Streep was weird. And so, like, it's not 100% there for me to yeah. say that I liked it, liked it. But you don't but regret was, watching it. But it was fun, and I don't regret watching it. I'm glad I got to watch it. Yeah. It was a fun movie. I think, I think, I think, even if you can't deal with the bad singing, or Meryl, or some of the bad parts of this movie, and there's some other ones we didn't really talk about, I think even in spite of those, the fun moments are just so Freaking fun. It's just a fun, cute movie. Yeah. That's it. Um, you don't it's think it's think a good way to waste an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, would you recommend this movie? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're a fan of musicals and you haven't watched it yet, I think you'll, you'll 
enjoy it. It's all of Abba's greatest hits. Oh, yeah. Raving review from Marcus yeah. there. Yeah. If you are bored and, like... If you like the things that this movie's about, I guess watch it. Whether you should kill yourself or, like, watch a movie, watch Mamma And lastly, Marcus, yeah. are you going to go watch the sequel? Um, Actually, I have plans to go see it tomorrow. Oh! Boom! Goes <laughs> so, to Dynamite. Solid! I was, I are you going was with Cassie? I am going with Are you going with her friends, too? One of her friends, yeah. That's funny. Yep, I'm gonna. They're gonna sit together, and I'm gonna sit away. Is it in a different row? Is it no? Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be great. Can you take a picture of you just in a different row with her friends in the background? Yeah, I will. Waving. That's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> oh no, the, the seats don't work like that in the recliner theater, man. Jesus, recliners Christ. only, baby. Fucking okay, Nick, it is my turn to give you a challenge, quick. and um, there's a challenge I really, really want to give you. Sure. And so I'm just gonna do it. Great, Nick. Your challenge. Remember that I, I don't, don't have access to any... Oh, okay, great. I was going to say, remember I don't have access to my gaming systems. I, I can't really sit on my computer until I move. Nick, I feel like I really want you to watch this movie, because it's great. And it's new. And right now, it's only available in New York and California. Eighth grade. Oh, really? By Bo Burnham. It was that good? 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not what I asked at all. 98% percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That went down because the other day was 99. 98% (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. I'll I'll tell you this. Listen, I'm excited about the movie. It's an indie movie that's probably better than Hereditary for you. (laughs) Man, I really didn't like that. The way Hereditary I want to give you this movie because it's teen teen angst in the way that I feel like is real teen angst. And real teens... I don't like real teen angst. I, like I know, you might hate this movie. Oh, shit. But it's, it's, I think it's teen angst in the way that's done right. It's not teen angst through, like, a rose-colored lenses. Yeah, do I have to go to, like, the Angelica to watch this fucking movie? Nah, it's, it's you can fucking watch it in the 10 square one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I would have saw it eventually, but I might have actually waited for DVD because I, I don't have a lot of time, but... I didn't think you would... Yeah, I feel like this might be one that you missed, and I feel like you can't. No, I literally get. <laughs> I want to end the podcast right here after Mamma Mia. All right, I guess I'm watching eighth grade. I guess we're never recording another episode because eighth is, grade by Bo Burnham. Okay, Nick, leave us out as Pierce Brosnan. Do you hear that new episode of? Now try this. Come in your way with all the love. Nice. Did you wonder what our boys thought of something? Guess you'll have to listen on iTunes. Not let that phone ring. Nice. Nailed it. You want them to keep going. You better leave that review. <laughs> SOS, because I don't remember how the rest of the song goes. Leave a review. Now try this. Boom. Pierce Brosnan. Nice.